There is no music this morning. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm clicking play and it's not working. <laughs> so I think that we're on. I need to admit Sabrina and I'm there. Woohoo! <laughs> Good morning, everyone. So uh, start singing. Yeah, no, I, uh, you don't want to hear me sing. Like, I, I will sing at the end just to be sure that everybody's left like the, the auditorium. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. So I hope you're doing well. We've asked this morning, what is the temperature where Sabrina is right now? And she said, oh, it's a bit cold this morning. It's like 11 degrees Celsius. And we were like... <laughs> Here. <laughs> my sister sent me a picture this morning and said the dog don't want to go outside it's too cold <laughs> so uh, it, it, minus 20 at home and here it will be plus 20 during the day uh, yeah i cannot say anything <laughs> <laughs> but we are glad to have you with us it's so cool that even if you are uh, in the other part of the hemisphere that you can still be doing the podcast with us. So thank you, Sabrina, for being there. And for you guys, this morning, we are starting a new chapter in our book. So actually, we get in, uh, in the main theme of the book, which are the 11 essential change that every leader must embrace that we call a shift. So we will cover 11 shifts, and today, <clears throat> sorry, we will start with the first one that we call the focus shift. So that's the first one. And to describe it, John Maxwell used uh, the word of going from a soloist to a conductor. So if you guys ever went to, uh, to the opera, to the orchestra, we know that uh, we have a conductor and there is all of the musician. So it's all about going from a soloist inside of a uh, of orchestra, for, uh, for example. So you know there is always the first violin in an orchestra that is the soloist. Every part, whereas there is a solo in an orchestra, he will be designed to uh, play that. But it's about going from that soloist to direct all of the people. And this concept adapts actually to leadership. Because yes, as, <clears throat> as a person, you can be a successful person all by yourself. So if you guys remember what we've covered in the previous book, Triple Leadership, this is what we call being in the stage three. So you're good by your own, okay? Which is, um, which is essential, actually, because you need to know as a leader what it is to perform in a, a specific area of your life. Being good at something, being the best at something, because it means that actually if you're good at it, you will, we hope that in future you will be able to, um, to translate that, like to transfer all of that knowledge to your people. But actually, you cannot be a leader by your own. So yes, you can be a successful person, but being a leader means that you need people. You need people all around you. So it's all about going from stage three 
to stage four in the tribal leadership. So you probably see that a lot of stuff, a lot of, um, of things that we will explain also in that book. There is a lot of a relation that we can establish with the previous subject of tribal leadership. So one of the things that John Maxwell start his chapter with is in life, you can get everything that you want if you can help people get everything that they want. And uh, starting here, I know that Sabrina, it's now uh, um, not exactly this way that you establish your purpose of life. And when you, when we work uh, in the book, The Big Five for Life, we talk a lot about it and also in tribal leadership, what is your purpose and what you discover that how you can live your life with the with with your team actually yes for me what is really really important it's helping people living their dream life helping people find what are the dream that they want to achieve and helping them to plan plan it to to say i'm go in action and i'm living it and the first thing that i need to do if i want to help people living their dream life it's be an example be an example and living my dream life say okay i i my dream is do, doing all going all around the world and working from everywhere it's what i'm doing right now and I, I know I said to my people that maybe it's not your dream, but what is your dream? What do you really want? And when I'm doing my coaching with my team, it's really what do you really want? It's really what I'm asking them because sometimes they just see people doing some um, some stuff and say, oh, because they are doing it, I need to doing it. But what I'm working with my team, and I think it's the success that we have right now, it's everyone, it's working for their own goals. So if they know that the action that they are doing bring them their dream life, it's totally different the way that they are working. They are not working for a number. They are not working for for a title they are working for their dream so and i have more people uh in success since i'm working like that yes and actually here what sabrina did is she uh she she um how can i say that um she moved from me to we okay but we have to know that in the we Demi is still there, okay? Because she's with her team, she's working with her people. So I'm still part. It does not mean that if you move from me to we, that you don't think about yourself, about what are your dreams. No, it's all about how can I influence people? How can I give them a vision? How can I inspire them, say to them, I have that dream of working and traveling all around the world. Maybe it's not your but we are in a group what is your dream give you that permission to have that dream so that's what we want to do to move from me to we because what is great about moving to 
the we part is actually as a leader you will give you will try to uh, give motivation to inspire people to uh, give them vision so you will give your energy and they will take your energy because they need it but what is great when you really are able to establish a group uh, uh, where you are the leader it's all the energy that will get back to you will be like a thousand more than what you give so that is the price of moving into the week to being a conductor actually is that you can get you will receive more energy than what you give because you will see your people succeed at it so what is great is, as we say, like a conductor in an orchestra. So when you move to a soloist, to a conductor, there is some challenge. There are some things that you need to uh, understand that it will, won't happen only by snapping your finger, okay? It will be a little bit more difficult than that. But actually, okay, it's... Um, it's what we call challenge. This is what we will cover. But just before diving in those challenge, I just want to give you a few examples of what uh, what that transition means. Okay, what what it implies actually. It means that the conductor, the leader, will need to adapt. Okay, he needs to adapt himself in every situation because we are dealing, as we say, with human leadership and leadership is dealing with humans so it means that sometimes your people can be really happy sometimes some of them can just like having a bad days and you need to adapt to it you need actually as we said before okay uh in, in the previous podcast to read the room read your team so understand what are their vibration how can i find what is that vibration of the team and be sure that we're not we are working together and not against each other they need actually to develop a common vision so a leader, a conductor need to develop that vision where people can like get into it and understand that, as we will see, be in a win-win situation. And what is great when you do that transition, when you do that shift from me to we, to from the soloist to the conductor, is that the possibility are uh, like they say limitless. There is no limit. And this is what they say because I've, I've studied in music actually when I was in CJEP and in my first year at university. And they say that at some point, a conductor, when he's really advanced of like conduct an orchestra, he can actually feel the music in his hands when like his his or her conducting the orchestra so they say that the the possibility of making people connect together no matter what are their first language is music unified people so that understand that it's what maria and marie pierre cover it's called synergy when synergy there the possibility are limitless and what i really love about understanding that when you move from me to we is that the sum of every parts are greater than actually the sum so before saying one plus one equal two it's one plus one equals eleven 
So the sum of every part are greater. That's what we call energy. And that's, you understand, the power of being a leader and do that shift. So now let's dive in. What are the challenges that you will face? Because it's, it looks simple, okay? Saying, oh, okay, now I have to work in team. No, it's, it's a bit more difficult than that. And it's fine, okay? Because it's a work in progress. And it's still, let me tell you that I'm still working on that principle, okay, of really uh, building that synergy inside of my team because I'm in MM. So the first challenge, there is five challenge that a person, a leader needs to go through and understand of be sure that he is a conductor and not a soloist. So the first challenge is going slower so you can go farther going slower so you can go farther because we say that it's lonely at the top okay but if you are alone at the top it's because you've missed that principle if you are alone at the top it's because you did not have you should not like uh, yell to your people hey come to the top with me okay i've take that uh, that way this journey and like it, it does not work that way. So if, okay, you are at the top, you should be with your team, with your people, or actually they should be at the top, okay? Because we say that when you help somebody get closer to the top, naturally you're getting closer to the top too, okay? So really understand that you should not be alone, okay? You should not be by yourself. And actually going slower it's a conscious oh my God, conscious decision okay a leader will decide to go slower but i just want to um uh give you an um uh, da, 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 an advice here yeah an advice that going slower does not mean that you will do less it just actually means that i will help my people okay face the obstacle but I, as a leader i still need need to get that big vision that big goal that big objective that is in front of me so i'm going slower to be with my people and not like just to do less and say oh i will just get down my vision and my mission no actually you still need because it's by being closer to people that you can share that vision Go on, Sabrina. And I, I, I really love this example. Yes, I know that we are doing some trek right now um, with a six years old kid and with my husband that really have some difficulties with altitude. So <laughs> we did, just yesterday, we did the Machu Picchu. Not the big, big track. We did the the small one that because we adapt. We we have a six years old da uh, daughter uh, with us. But when we are working with team, it's the same thing. We are going at the speed of the slower person, but we are doing together. But to help the slower person to grow. We can be just some, just a little bit in front of her to expect her going faster or just a little bit in back just to 
push her to continue to say okay go continue continue you're good and when you're doing it we, we you don't have the the uh, reality that it's just um you're just doing alone but you have the the vision that you're doing by team in your team it's the same thing what are those actions that you are doing that you are in front of them and showing them look you can do the same action of me and what are those actions that you are the backup to help to, to recognize them to congratulate them and say go go continue you're good you're good those actions need to be part of the leadership and they call it a dance a dance between going back in front going uh, at the back or just between them to talk with them and know what they really need and to encourage them to and in the same way so i i it's sure that for us we did the, the, a trek just yesterday with the kids so it, it the example that they give was really really uh, like we said but in team a lot of you are in mlm what are those actions that you're doing in front or in back of them mm -hmm. and actually that uh, like that dance when we say uh, like we've covered that in the um, in the first like in the seven habits before getting to that chapter that yes a leader needs to step like get one step ahead okay because he needs to see okay and yes he wants to say to people do like me but if you are too many step ahead that's that's the dang the danger here okay because people won't see that you care for them and they will feel that you're too far from them to say okay i can i can actually follow that pace and it's the same in uh, as Sabrina said like in trek when you're doing that and especially during winter for somebody if you're taking too many pace uh, uh advanced pace you won't see where that person walked. So here, what you want to say is, as the leader, you want to be just a little bit ahead from them and say, follow me, okay? Follow where I walk because I will make the, uh, I will make the route, okay? I, I, I will go at first and say, okay, follow me and just do exactly the same as I do. So yes, I'm ahead. And as Sabrina said, I'm also at the back, okay? When I know that they did it, okay? They just did it before, but they don't remember. So I'm here just to say, go on, go further. I know you can, okay? I want to give them encouragement. But at some point also in that dance, you need to be just beside them and feel them, understand what they're living and help them with a story, help them with your vision. So it's a dance and a dance, it's not static, it's dynamic. As here, it's in three time, stay ahead, stay beside, stay behind. So it's like um, in vals, how do you say vals in, uh, mm, vals, vals, do you know that? What is a vals in English? Just a second. I need to find that word. Vals, vals. What is in vals? V A L S E. A waltz. Yes, a waltz. So it's a waltz. Okay. So you 
stay ahead, you go beside, and then you go be a waltz. Yeah, thank you, Monique. <laughs> I just saw your word. <laughs> so it's it's just like that. So yes, as a leader, you get all of those positions. But the only way that you can do it is if you getting the if you just take the decision to go slower because by helping by duplication actually that's how you will have more people do exactly the same as you and actually that dance because it, you need to still stay uh, close to your people get you connected it stay connected so you create that bonding with people so here in uh, organization in your team that principle is not about you so when we talk about great organization, it's not about the leader that we talk. We talk about the people that are being in that organization. So that is the first one, the first, uh, the first challenge that a leader needs to understand to really work as a conductor. The second one is recognizing that you need others. So yes, recognize that you need others. So not only you as a leader. So yes, as a leader, I understand that I need my team. The reason why I get a car, it's because of them. The reason why I get a trip, it's because of them. The reason why I get the elite status, it's because of them. Because we are working together. I'm the leader. I'm there with them. I encourage them, okay, as we said. But also, as a leader, I need to create that environment, that environment of interdependence or codependence. So I need to create that environment inside of my team where people feel that they need each other. So, and I think that in, um, in MLM, that really applied to us because Sabrina and I are in the same company, but we are not. Uh, in the same team and actually we're not really like from the top in the same organization so actually when people look at it they say you're a competitor yes we can say that we're a competitor but actually the culture of our organization the culture of our company have established that i need sabrina even if like she has no impact on my number of my people and like on the same of the opposite, like I'm her, um, I'm her, I'm his competitor. Okay, so we are in that situation. But actually, in the org, I need Sabrina. The reason why is I need her knowledge. I need what she's doing. I need to understand uh, what what our success is, how she's working with her team. Okay, and how can I inspire me? Okay, to do the same or do something better with my team. So we have been able to create that feeling and it's the same inside our team because there is different, uh, different line actually. And even if they are competitor, they still need that, like each other. And that's what I want to create because when somebody's not feeling good, I need that other person that is living um, some successes to inspire that person to just say, okay, let's just keep going. What are you doing? How can I duplicate you? Okay, because we are on the same level. We are more close, okay, in our title, in what we are doing with that. So that's what I want to create, that feeling of co-dependency here between people. And that will really go 
with the vocabulary that the leader is using. So there is two types of vocabulary. There is a competing vocabulary and there is a completing vocabulary. So on the competing, the competing side, there is what we call a scarcity mindset. Let's go, you need to be the first one to get it because if you don't get it, somebody will steal it from you. That's not a, a, a vocabulary that you want to use because you create fear, you create anxiety, you create stress to your people. They will always, like just by that, the example I just give, it's about win and lose. Somebody will win, somebody will lose something. This is not what we want. It's all about being, uh, being uh, um, not the leader, but here, being the boss. Say, I'm the boss, I'm taking the decision. I think by myself. I know what is good for you and you have no word to say. I don't I just don't want to hear what are your experiences. So you will exclude people from your decision. And if you want to go from me to we, as we said, you need to go on the other side which is the completing vocabulary. And here it's a mindset of abundance. Sabrina, okay? is having like right now okay she's uh in the top top 10 top uh, top 20 of the organization but i don't feel um a a threatened yeah threatened by that because i can get it too okay so there is there is enough people there is enough products enough like uh opportunity all around us okay so it's just my job is just to take those opportunity and I can get exactly the same as Sabrina. And as you said, we're not in the same line okay, in our organization. It's one of the things that I'm loving from MLM. I know that it's the same in a lot of different MLM. If there's a challenge, a travel that you can have, it's not the only first person that have the travel. It's everybody that achieved the number, they are still qualified to the travel to uh, the gift, the title. There's no, there's no um, limitation. Everybody can achieve it. It's really what I'm loving, and I think it's make a big difference in the work that we are doing together. Because I know that if I'm doing brainstorm with Jean Philippe, and he with this brainstorm, there's a big expansion is in their team. It's not. Um, I don't have less because he have more. We have, we 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 are winner on both sides. So it's really it, it's it's not in all kind of job, but in MLM, it's I think for me the big difference for everyone. Yeah, and here as Sabrina just said, we brainstorm. So it means that we share our thinking. So a, a leader, a great leader, a conductor needs to share that because he needs to, uh, as we say, uh, read the room. If he's not sharing with his people, how can he, how can he does that? Yeah, how can he do that? No, how can he do that? Okay, so it, it, it's really important for him like to include people in his reflection, in his decision taking. And when you do that, actually, it encourages people to do better and they will do more because they will feel that they are part of something bigger than only them, okay? It lifts the moral and actually 
people love those kind of environment and they are far much better environment that only environment that get like for instance employee get more salary or more revenue okay we have seen okay over the years and especially in the past two years okay with what is happening with COVID, that people are looking for a great environment where they feel that they have more than only a salary. So it's it's environment that you need to create and that's how you will create retention. So those are the first two challenge in that chapter. So tomorrow we will continue. Maybe we will cover the three, uh, the three other challenge to uh, how going from a soloist to a conductor so thank you guys so much we are seeing you tomorrow at eight o'clock bye guys oh music sorry music <laughs>